Chapter Five of A Dash for a Throne by Arthur W. Marchmont. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Carolyn. Chapter Five: The Scent of Treachery. When I reached the castle, Captain von Krugen met me with several stories about steps which von Nauheim had taken to contest my authority orders i had given had been countermanded and several arrangements changed these things were small in themselves but as his object was evidently to fight my influence and dispute my authority i deemed it best to put my foot down at once i sent for all to whom the contradictory instructions had been given and then requested von nauheim's presence at first he would not come and then i sent the captain to tell him exactly what i meant to do and that if he did not come every man and woman in the place would be warned to take no orders from him under pain of instant dismissal von krugen carried the message with glee and it roused the count to such anger that he came at once in a fury without giving him time to speak i said i sent for you count von nauheim because these good people here are in some difficulty as to where they are to look for orders will you explain to them that although the prince has left his fortune to his daughter the castle passes to me with the headship of the house and that as at times like these there can be only one master they must take their orders from me and that where any instructions clash with mine they must be referred to me he eyed me angrily but could not dispute what i implied i am no mouthpiece for you he answered sullenly i have been accustomed to control matters here for an obvious reason known to every one that i have the honour to be the countess minna's affianced husband what object then have you for any change will you tell them what i have said or will you compel me to issue peremptory orders and cancel openly what you have done i asked in a quick resolute tone but low enough to be heard only by him if you dare to humiliate me in that way he began quick decide i interposed sharply there can't be two masters here he hesitated glancing first at and then away from me while i kept my eyes fixed steadily on his face quick i repeated sternly curse you i'll make you pay for this he swore under his breath with a vicious scowl then aloud of course you people will understand that for the moment the present prince here is your master and with a wave of the hand he indicated me he did it as ungraciously as he dared and as soon as he had finished he left the room the effect of the incident was twofold it strengthened my authority in the castle and it made it more difficult than ever for me to draw back but i had no thought now of doing that 
i felt that i had cut off my retreat and that although i would much rather have told the countess minna exactly what my position was any such candour was for the moment at least quite out of the question of the girl herself i saw nothing during the next few days and i passed the time absorbing all the information i could get and trying to form a plan of campaign i guessed that nothing would be done by the agents of the ostenburg family until a sufficient time had elapsed after the prince's funeral to make it plain what we intended to do and i judged that their next move would be determined by our own acts the funeral took place and directly afterward von nauheim left the castle without acquainting me with his plans and for four or five days following the countess minna gave no sign of a desire to see me i began to grow impatient i had no wish to force myself on her or into her confidence but it was imperative that i should at least learn her wishes both in regard to von nauheim and the big scheme of which her marriage was a part in the meantime von krugen was urging me to come to a decision to strike a blow to show our friends in munich that we were going on with the matter i had come to the conclusion however that there was no chance whatever of carrying through any such plot as the old prince had attempted if it had ever been practicable to carry it out successfully the chance had passed when the son gustav had been killed up to that time there had indeed been a pretty widespread sympathy with the movement and if a bold coup had been made the lunatic king kidnapped the young fellow proclaimed and the prince's power shrewdness and enormous influence thrown into the scales it was possible that enough strength might have been paraded in the country to force the hands of the imperial government but with the death of the son went half the support and now with the death of the prince i judged that more than half the remainder would go it seemed to me therefore a sheer impossibility to carry such a scheme through successfully the utmost i could hope to achieve would be to make such terms as should secure the safety of the countess minna as well as of those who had been concerned in the plot thus far obviously they were compromised up to the hilt and the manner in which gustav's death had been compassed showed that among the ostenburg interest there were men of great daring and recklessness ready to go to any length in defence of their own they were on the winning side now moreover and i deemed it certain that to whatever length they might go they were pretty certain to secure the covert sanction of the authorities at berlin berlin would side with the successful i reckoned thus the more closely i probed the situation the less i liked it 
but in these desperate circumstances where each man who took a part was playing with his life what was a coward like von nauheim doing even if he was angling to get possession of the wealth which would be the portion of the countess he was not the man to run his neck into a noose and whoever married the countess minna would inevitably have as part of that dowry the implacable enmity of her enemies what then ought i to do my instincts were all in favour of striking some kind of blow and of being the attacker instead of waiting to be attacked we appeared to be in danger of being squeezed out of existence our supporters were falling away our position growing weaker and our resources becoming feebler the longer we waited if we could only effect some little thing it seemed that we should be in a better position to negotiate than if we merely did nothing but what could we do there was another serious danger in delay moreover arising out of the consummate uncertainty of my own position it was one thing to be mistaken for the rightful heir to the prince but quite another to attempt to make good that claim legally and i soon had a sharp reminder of this the old lawyer who had acted for the prince came to me a few days after the funeral for his instructions i expressed in a general way what i wished and then he said there are certain of the estates which have always gone with the title and should go now it would be possible to make a claim to them against the actual provisions of the will he put it suggestively i shall make no claim i answered i do not for a moment intend to interfere with the prince's disposition of matters but he would have wished you to have them i know indeed i have letters from him to that effect i shall not interfere with the will i returned rather abruptly they are very rich estates that makes no difference to me the cost of maintaining the dignity of your highness's title and position will be very heavy and without them scarcely practicable i have my private fortune and that will and must suffice indeed he exclaimed in surprise i thought i knew to a mark the extent of your mother's small income it is derived almost entirely from the graffenheim property and i understand that within the last few days you have ordered it to be sold do you not intend your affairs to remain in my hands here was clearly a mess i had not foreseen the real man was getting rid of his german property when he turned frenchman you will certainly have my confidence my dear sir i said in a carefully courteous manner and of course my affairs will remain in your hands this however is only a very small thing and i did not know of my uncle's death when i put it in hand the prince was always desirous of purchasing that property because as you know it lies in the midst of the gramberg estates 
if you wish to sell it i should advise the countess minna to purchase it i shall not sell it to the countess minna i said at a loss how to parry him i mean that probably i shall withdraw it from sale altogether now he looked at me in such surprise that i saw he knew something which made my reply ridiculous but being afraid to offend me he said no more about it and answered that is of course just as you will then should i get on with the preparation of the papers of formal proof of your succession i don't know what is wanted i said indifferently though the man's words had sprung a mine under my very feet mere formalities of course just tracing your descent the certificates of birth and such matters oh yes whatever is necessary you may prepare will it take long his answer would tell me what time i should have for the whole business no a day or two not more the reply filled me with consternation i could not possibly make a legal claim to what did not belong to me and yet i must have time weeks at least and probably months i let no sign of my feelings show in my face but sat impassively thoughtful then as if debating a point i answered you will have to create some delay in the matter it is useless keeping my confidence from you this will of the princess leaves me nothing but the castle and that seems to have been about the only part of his property that he had mortgaged so that practically there is nothing whether i shall accept the inheritance therefore and of course the title with it is a question i have yet to decide and i must have as long a time for that decision as possible but mark you no one must know of this but yourself this is my first confidential commission to you certain things might determine me at once but marriages cannot be arranged in a week you understand and i have no fancy for the life of a man weighed with a big title and no means to support it properly he bowed as if in acquiescence although this glaring contradiction of what i had said only a minute before obviously perplexed and disconcerted him and now that you have my confidence i said laying great stress on the word tell me how long can we postpone these formalities or in other words how long can i have to carry out my my plan and i smiled slightly as though the plan were some such matrimonial one as i had hinted at a month perhaps two months without provoking much comment of course provided there is no opposition he replied cautiously i will find a way to deal with any opposition i said promptly and now we understand one another with that i dismissed him i saw the danger of this new development 
the least suspicion would inevitably cause inquiry and the most superficial inquiry would as inevitably bring the whole house of cards tumbling about my ears but i had certainly one month and perhaps two and i must put the time to the best use i could the question of what that use should be was considerably influenced by von nauheim who returned that night and immediately sought an interview with me i noticed at once a marked change in his attitude i want a confidential talk with you prince he said and before we begin i wish to say i am very sorry i made a bear of myself to you before the funeral but i was frightfully upset at the prince's sudden death it seemed to me that all our plans were going to the devil and it was impossible for a man who had had only a student's career like yours to be of any use in such a case as ours i own that i tried to frighten you into leaving here without going into matters and then it was that i saw what a different kind of man you were but i was too wild to own it and what has changed you since i've been in munich in conference with our friends there to ascertain what effect the prince's death will have well von krugen tells me you know everything and the long and short of it is that if you'll join us we shall all be only too glad to have your help i need scarcely tell you that all those who stand by us now will reap the harvest when we've succeeded it's deuced hard on you to have the whole of the prince's fortune left away to minna once this thing gets through she won't want it of course and it'll be my business to see that the gramberg estates go with the title i give you my word on that the man was lying of course but it wouldn't do to show that i knew it i don't think the terms are high enough said i quietly as if weighing them the risk is enormous it might be if we were not certain of success and we certainly are not why what can stand in the way the feeling against the king grows every day what do you think is his last freak another confounded palace and this time underground it will cost millions of marks millions do you suppose the people are going to put up forever with this sort of thing it has only just leaked out in munich and i tell you man the whole country will take fire and clamour for his deposition there never was such a chance and never will be such another there was a ring of sincerity in his indignation quite foreign to his usual manner and i could not understand it and what is your plan i asked to strike and strike at once he cried loudly dashing his fist down on the table while munich is mad with anger it was plausible enough but i knew the man for a scoundrel 
and my cousin what does she say i asked she can have no choice he returned readily she must leave these things to us she has a kind of reluctance i know and her heart has never been really in the work but she is pledged to the finger-tips and can't draw back at least without betraying the lot of us as well as ruining herself sometimes i wish indeed that she had more spirit had i known she felt so strongly i should never have gone in so deep myself before i decide anything i must know her wishes i said her wishes will be ours if we make her understand that the alternative will be the ruin of all who have taken up her cause and probably the death of every man here of course you will force this home upon her it must first be forced home on me said i you know von krugen's views he urged he was showing too much earnestness now and his whole manner was suggestive of a secret purpose what it was i could not guess of course but no one could fail to read it in his manner yes i know von krugen's views but i am accustomed to form my own opinions and to act on my own judgment if you will come with me to munich i will give you plenty of facts to convince you he spoke with an assumption of lightness in his tone and accompanied the words with a shrug of the shoulders as of indifference but the man was as easy to read as a book in some respects i saw instantly that he had approached one of the chief points at which he had been aiming of course i will go with you to munich i answered readily and a momentary flash of pleasure in his eyes gave me the clue i needed it was at munich that minna's brother had been inveigled into the duel and killed and this man had come back from there with some such plan against myself my death would leave the girl absolutely without a friend in the world the game was indeed becoming engrossing in its interests and at that moment i began to see the course i would take to cut the coils which threatened her before i go i added after a pause that was scarcely perceptible for all the revelation that had come to me in it i will see my cousin and hear from her lips what she wishes we will see her at once he answered instantly with your permission i will see her alone that is rather a strange request prince he returned in a tone of surprise considering she is my promised wife what reason have you for making it i wish her to speak freely to me unfettered by either you or von krugen's insistent persuasions she will speak more freely alone and as head of the house i choose my own steps i see no reason for it he replied sharply do you suggest i intimidate her i suggest nothing i returned quietly 
i get my information in my own way that is all if you object to my doing that i decline to get it in yours my visit to munich can stand over meanwhile but things can't wait this business must be done at once then the short cut to it must be as i prefer to direct the mask nearly fell from him he bit his lips and i saw the anger rush into his eyes and face but he checked it and though he had to fight hard to keep from breaking out he answered sufficiently calmly oh if you set so much store by it as all that certainly see her alone you will find out no more than i have said but i had a different opinion and i sent up a message at once to the countess minna to ask for an interview immediately and when shall we start for munich i asked when the messenger had gone to-morrow the sooner the better he replied and again i caught a fleeting stealthy glint of pleasure in his eyes End of chapter 5